0: Colin Castleberry with you as always. And tonight on the Wildcats Den, we catch up with head coach Matten Hauser. We also catch up with head coach Christy Jenkins to talk about the red hot start for the Lady Wildcats on the volleyball court. You'll hear from golf. You'll hear from the band and more right here on the Wildcats Den as you listen on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Inside the Wildcats' den, we begin with a coach in the spotlight. This week, it's head coach Christy Jenkins, as the volleyball team has gotten off to a red-hot start and is on their way to Florida for a tournament for the rest of the week and over the weekend. Coach, uh, before we talk about this big trip you guys are set to take uh, for the rest of the week and, and into the weekend, uh, how, how are you feeling about where your team's at right now? Pretty fast and hot start for the Lady Wildcats. Yeah,
1: I mean, we've been boyish. Um, To be successful Of course this weekend we went to Sparta and went 3-2 and So we struggled a little bit But I think we're just tired where we played so much last week Um, And we just now found out our flight's cancelled At 6 o'clock in the morning So hopefully they'll reschedule our flight for tomorrow Because we still intend on going And playing in a tournament in Florida this week
0: you guys did pick up some pretty significant wins last week. Uh, a win against Gordonsville in which uh, one of your seniors in uh, Keenly Webb told me that maybe it wasn't your best game, but then you turn around and upper men, you guys play one of your best games of the season and take down the Lady Bs. What was that kind of early stretch like, as you talked about playing a lot of games uh, and trying to keep everybody in high spirits?
1: Um. It's tough sometimes as much as we play, because everybody's like, why do you play so much? But, you know, our season lasts about a month and a half, so I try to play as much as we can just to get as much experience as we can to, you know, get us ready for um, district tournaments, region tournaments, and things like that. Um, yeah, against but we didn't play as well, and then, of course, Tuesday night when we ended up playing Upperman, of course, we had played them in a play day, and they had beat us, you know, by a couple of points. So going in... I mean, our kids were pretty excited because they were like, you know, everybody's beatable. And so, um, of course, Barbie has a wonderful team at Upperman. Um, you've got Lila who can kill the ball, you know, and we just knew that if we could keep the set away from Lilo that we would have a better chance. And so that's what we tried to focus on that night against them.
0: You've talked all off season and here in the early season about the experience of your back line, but the maybe inexperience coming in of your front line. How have you felt about your middles, your hitters there on the front line here through the first couple weeks of the year?
1: We still have a lot of work to do. <laughs> um, you know, we still do. We still have a lot of work to do. I mean, it, it's just a lot of it's inexperience for both my middles. Like, of course, my daughter, she, you know, her, the first season she ever played was last year. And then you've got me, a huge incoming freshman, when, and that's a lot of pressure on her, too. But, like, you know, um, their middle school volleyball coach changed every year. So that's a struggle, you know, for a kid to really learn um, with consistency. Um, our outside hitters have really picked it up, I feel like, the last week and a half. Um, our middles, though, are doing a great job blocking. That's, I mean, that's where they're excelling at right now. And, I mean, we've been playing so much, we've not even had time to practice. So I'm ready to get back in the gym and start practicing and just working on, you know, being more aggressive offensively.
0: Assuming that your flight gets uh, rescheduled, you guys are able to take the trip down to the Sunshine State. What are you looking most forward to about taking your trip down there to compete against some teams that obviously uh, you'll see from what I assume is not just Florida but around the country?
1: Yes, like there's even a team from New York like in our pool play. Um, I'm just excited for kids to see like how, you know, teams from other states just to see – you know how they perform. Um, I think this trip. We did this trip five years ago, and it was amazing for my team. Just the team bonding. They got to have fun, and you know. And then of course we focused on our tournament while we're there. But I just, I think it's just an awesome experience for kids to get to do those things. Because, like when I was in high school, not with volleyball but with basketball, like I got to go to Canada. I got to go to Texas. So I mean. I think we're making memories that these kids will have for the rest of their life. So that makes me more excited about this trip than anything.
0: On the flip side of that, I have to ask as a, as a mom, as a coach, as, as all the, how nervous do you get going on trips like this sometimes?
1: Um, of course the first time we ever did it, I was really nervous. Of course my daughter and I fly, you know, quite a bit, um, and go do fun things and, um, We, um, A lot of my kids have never flown, but a lot of their parents are going to. So I think it'll be exciting for them, you know, just to get to experience these first.
0: Livingston Academy head volleyball coach Christy Jenkins, a coach in the spotlight. Coming up, goalkeeper Laney Bowers on the Wildcats Den, 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Welcome back inside the Wildcats Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Colin Castleberry here with the goalkeeper for the girls' soccer team, Laney Bowers. Uh, Laney, what made you want to join the soccer team?
2: Well, in eighth grade, my friends was like, "Laney, you should play. Like it's fun." I got to hear and how fun they had, so I was like, "Okay, I'll try it." You know, if I like it, I can go into high school and play. So I just started playing, and it stuck with me.
0: So, how does one go from joining the soccer team in like the eighth grade? To becoming the only position on the field that is its own entire kind of skill set and its own entire thing.
2: It's awesome, but at the same time, it's like nerve wracking and hard.
0: How do you stay so focused when you're playing a very isolated position?
2: Most of the time, I just watch the ball, stay ready. There's sometimes you don't get much action, and it's just you still got to be ready for anything.
0: Do you love the games where you do get a lot of action or do you like it when you don't? Because, I mean, when you don't, that means we're obviously playing really, really well defensively. When you do, though, the uh, game's probably more exciting for you.
2: Yeah, I like the games where there's more action because I'm doing stuff and, you know, I'm ready and really prepared. Like, last night I didn't even touch the ball at all. So I was very bored. I was like, I'd rather really be on the sideline, you know, cheering. So I'd here doing nothing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that brings up how much cheering, how much support can you give from, you know, between the crossbars?
2: Well, I can, like, yell and say good job, and then most of the time, like, I'm watching and saying, hey, watch this girl or watch that girl. But when they score, I just say yay and I clap.
0: (laughs) So how do you feel about this season so far here for the Lady Wildcats, both yourself personally and and how the team's playing in front of you?
2: I feel really good. We have a good defense, good offense. Uh, I feel good about myself. I have a good coach, and he helps me out a lot.
0: You mentioned you, you yourself have a good coach. What does he do for you that you've really helped grow this year?
2: We just do different drills, like work on what I need to work on and just do a lot of training and stuff.
0: What are some of the things coming into this year you wanted to work on? Like, what are some of your goals?
2: Well, one of my goals was to like, jump higher and get the ball at higher up and just dive and getting it.
0: And
2: that's really about it.
0: How do you convince yourself to put your body on the line at times like that, diving after balls, going up, uh, chasing them high up near the uh, near the bar there?
2: Well, when they're low, I can get them easier because I'm shorter. So, But my coach tells me, he's like, just dive, just do it. So that's what I do. But the high ones, I'm just jumping as high as I can go, which ain't very high sometimes.
0: What is it like playing for, for Coach Marshall? What is she like as a, as a head coach?
2: She's awesome. She really is. She has a good personality, which makes her better and stuff. It's just she's very good.
0: All right, Lainey, final question here. If you could play a different position outside of goal, what would it be and why?
2: Honestly, I'd stay and go. Last night, I played a striker, scored my first goal, but I love the goal. That's my little home. So, but it's just since I started, you know, that's where I've always been, and that's where I want to finish at.
0: Laney Bowers, goalkeeper for the girls' soccer team here at Livingston Academy inside the Wildcats' den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Back on the Wildcats' den, and now we catch up with the man we speak with every week. This week he's in a very unique set of circumstances it can't get much weirder than it did on friday night and over the weekend for head coach matt and hauser and the wildcats football program coach i think the obvious question is just what was your weekend like after the weirdness on friday then you're playing on monday now you're not playing on monday just what what was the weekend like for for you guys and and uh, the wildcats
3: well definitely different um pretty chaotic we were expecting to play on monday and so we brought our kids in on Saturday morning, watched film from Friday night to try to make some corrections on some things and uh, kind of got everything squared away and then had plans to just make it a normal game day for Monday. But, you know, things fell through. Watch uh, Creek informed us that, according to their administration, they couldn't come back on Monday. Uh, so we just adjusted, went back to our normal Monday schedule, and ended up practicing with a varsity and having a JV game at Macon County. So definitely, uh, you know, a lot of times we just got to make adjustments and do things on the fly, and this was just one of those opportunities that, you know, we don't, we don't have these kind of challenges that pop up in terms of no contests or games and things like that very often. But when they do, we just got to make the most of it. And I thought our kids handled it great.
0: What did you guys take away from that basically first half against Whites Creek, but then also how do you get your guys to turn the page, concentrate on DeKalb County, knowing that that Whites Creek game may or may not kind of be looming out there in the universe?
3: Uh, well, I, I think what I took away most is um, our kids came out and executed at a high level early on, um, jumping out to a 21 nothing lead, and a lot of that was – you know, it was a combination of a lot of different things. Defensively, we were flying around, gave their offense a short field a couple times. Special teams-wise, we made some big plays on special teams early. And offensively, we just took advantage of those short yardage situations and punched the ball in when we needed to. So thought we played really well early. Um, I thought we gave up a busted play on kickoff uh, where we had two guys kind of bump into each other and fall down, and, and he took advantage of it and took it to the house. Other than that, you know, I thought we played fairly well special teams. Uh, defensively, we stopped every drive except the last one right before half. Um, so, you know, I thought we played well. Uh, we, we definitely have some things we got to clean up before we get into reach and play. But we played well, um, especially against a team that had a lot of team speed and a lot of athletes on the field.
0: We all knew this offense would look different when Brody got back what did you like from Brody's performance back for his first game on the year, and, and obviously, where can he kind of grow and get better this week?
3: I think you could just see a comfort level. Um, that's a very tough position to play. There's a lot to you have to process, pre-snap, uh, as well as post-SNAp. And I thought Jake and Carson did a really good job in the first game being thrown out there in that situation of kind of kinda operating. Uh, but you could just tell that they haven't been doing it a whole lot. Uh so when Brody jumped in there, I think there was a calmness for the entire offense and a calmness from him. The guys trusted what we were doing and we just looked quite a bit different. I think that we still have a long way to go offensively. Um but you know, when you put up 21 points in the first quarter, it's hard to complain a whole lot about that.
0: <laughs> I would say so, definitely is. First road trip on the year. What What is different for you guys in a road week versus these, per, these first two weeks getting to stay home?
3: It's, it's a little different to jump on a bus. Luckily, we're not having to go too far. I mean, uh, 45 minutes to an hour, we can be there at the stadium. But it does change dynamics. You get comfortable being in your own locker room and, you know, having everything here at your disposal as needed and, when you got to go on the road, you got to make those adjustments. Our kids did really well in fall camp when we went to Watertown and scrimmaged against Watertown and Smith County. They did a good job of traveling, getting off the bus, and being prepared and ready to play. So uh, it's, it's really hard to simulate it. You just pretty much have to get in to that atmosphere in that situation before you kind of feel what your team can do. And I think we have a very mature team. We have a lot of seniors, a lot of kids that's played a lot. And so I expect them to get off the bus and prepare themselves and be ready to play on Friday against a very tough opponent. I know their record might be 0-2, but Coach Trapp does a great job with those guys there in the and uh, They'll be very tough for sure.
0: You mentioned it there, 0-2. Uh, they're obviously without a couple key guys as well, but what still makes DeKalb County such a difficult opponent? What can they do that you guys are going to have to kind of key on and concentrate on?
3: Well, Coach Trapp just has a lot of great concepts offensively. Um, and it, you know, they can be down some players, but he always does a great job of putting other guys in key spots and making sure that that offense is successful. And their quarterback, uh, one of their quarterbacks got banged up last week and is out, but the other quarterback played so many snaps last year that he's very, very comfortable in that position. Very athletic, can move really well. Um, so he does that, and then defensively, they just fly to the football. They're very physical, uh, very aggressive. So we have, to, we have to be really good on both sides of the ball, and we've got to make sure that we're winning the special teams game to give ourselves a chance.
0: How do you prepare for a team like this, knowing that you may or may not see a guy in, in Briz Trap at the quarterback position who, obviously, when he's healthy, is one of the better uh, players, one of the better quarterbacks in the region?
3: I mean, we just prepare like we do every week. We're, we're gonna look at what they do offensively and defensively and do our best to prepare kids for different formation sets and things like that. Um, and then we're going to, we're gonna try to make sure that our guys are prepared for whoever jumps out on the field. It doesn't matter if it's quarterback, running back, offensive lineman, you know, we just do the best we can to prepare them and then we'll make adjustments as the game goes on to what we need to do to, you know, either stop them or slow them down or you know, find a way to make sure that we're successful on nothing.
0: Hey, Coach Houser on the Wildcats' den. I'm Colin Castleberry. The schedule ahead when we return, and it is jam-packed for the Lady Wildcats and the Wildcats on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. It's time to take a look ahead now on the Wildcats' den here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight through Sunday, so the weekend, as well as the the rest of this week, volleyball is in a tournament down in Florida, according to head coach Christy Jenkins, who, of course, uh, you just heard from earlier in the program. They're getting on a plane here in mere moments, just maybe uh, 30 minutes to an hour. They'll be on a plane headed for the Sunshine State. Tomorrow, the girls' soccer team will be at Merrill Hyde. Of course, Friday night, you can tune in on WLIV right here for football at DeKalb County. Kickoff there at 7 p.m. On Monday, the girls' soccer team will be at home taking on Franklin County and the cross-country team will be on the road. And then Tuesday, the volleyball team, fresh off that tournament in Florida, will be at home taking on Watertown. That one's slated to begin at around 5 p.m. So that is your look at the schedule ahead through next Tuesday. And, of course, the next time you hear me here on the Wildcats Den, want to remind everyone you can tune in to football at DeKalb County, 7 p.m. kickoff, 6.15 coverage begins right here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. This is the Wildcats Den. Corbin Burns, golfer at Livingston Academy, as we get back inside the Wildcats' den on one hundred one point nine AM, nine twenty WLIV. Corbin, uh, how you feeling about the season so far?
4: Uh, we're doing decent. I'm just trying to improve as we go on, and seems like the team's starting to do better. And just we're young, so it's harder to keep up, and we're just trying to stick with it and. We got practice like every day, so
0: yeah, you guys are a very young group what do you love about that? What's great about having a bunch of you that are kind of all at the same level and and kind of ascending at the same time?
4: uh well, if we all stick with it, I think we can by the time we get like juniors and seniors, we can be competitive, and we all know each other very well, so the chemistry's the chemistry's there, so.
0: How long have you guys all been golfing or or being or friends together?
4: Well, I've been golfing since grade 6th grade, but I know I've known all the people on the team since I was probably 8 or 9.
0: What do you feel like is the one area you're trying to improve the most here as we get into the the bulk of the season?
4: Um short game really cuz I don't hit the ball very far, but the scoring is on the greens, chipping and putting. I didn't putt very well the other day, but that's where I've been working on mainly.
0: So you know that's where your points are going to come from. Oh, is that something you're all working on, is to to change your, your green game?
4: Yeah, so at practices, a, a lot of the times we'll either play holes or chip and putt because that's where your scoring comes from.
0: What's your favorite thing in golf what's your is it is it the chip is it putting is it driving even though necessarily you're not crushing balls yet what's your favorite aspect
4: uh, I like hitting irons the best because like whenever you compress an iron and hit it well, it just feels so good. <laughs>
0: not unlike hitting a baseball, I would assume. How do you kind of change your swing, right? Because, I mean, it's a completely different mechanic. If you try to baseball swing a golf ball, it's the sliced city.
4: Yeah, so I just try to come more from the inside out. And on baseball, it's more just – it's more the opposite. So I just try to make sure I'm coming from the inside and turning my hands over.
0: Corbin Burns, golfer at Livingston Academy. Uh, Corbin oh- – What's it like playing for Coach Shells? What do you love about Buddy?
4: He's so laid back and like just fun. Like we me and him played in a scramble yesterday and almost won some money, but we got second. So he's just a fun guy. How proud were you to come in in second despite the fact you
0: unfortunately don't walk away with any money, but knowing you came in in second place, what was that like?
4: Uh it was it was sad because we got in a chip off for first, but heck the other guys did, they did what they did, and so it was it was cool. I like playing, buddy, and uh, like just spending time with pe- the people on the golf team and buddy and that kind of thing. So,
0: Corbin Burns, golfer at Livingston Academy, from inside the Wildcats' den here on 101.9 AM, 920 WLIV. Sophomore Jackson Bowles running back for the Wildcats football team as we're heading into region play. Uh, Before we get into that, obviously, Jackson, uh, the season so far, it's been a weird one with being without guys in week one, then this past week, the the lights go out in Georgia, you know, what is the season, just kind of the feeling been like so far?
5: I mean, with the lights going out, we wish we would have won without winning in two seasons, but... We've been we've been playing a lot better, and I'm feeling good about the cab.
0: What is that kind of that feeling for you guys, knowing that you haven't been able to come away with a W in a couple of years, and you're right there on the cusp, and then the
5: universe decides to cut all the power out? I mean, we were all pretty mad about it, but we think we'll be able to get we'll be able to win against the cab to make up for it.
0: You you've been able to get some consistent carries this year how would you evaluate yourself so far and where do you think you can improve the most going into this week
5: my vision on some plays isn't where it needs to be um after watching film against against white's creek i probably should have had two touchdowns instead of just the one but we're working on that in practice what's it been
0: like getting brody coffee back in the backfield at that starting quarterback position for you as a running back
5: The timing's back to where it should be with Jake. Um, He wasn't a bad quarterback, but the timing just wasn't good. So it made plays a little bit harder.
0: Is there a position you have always wanted to play on the offensive or defensive side that you either haven't gotten much of a chance to or haven't gotten a chance to? No, I've played quarterback,
5: receiver, and running back, but I like running back the best.
0: What do you love the most about being a running back?
5: What, What drew you to that specifically? I honestly don't know. I just like running the ball and being able to hit a linebacker. So you like to lower your shoulder
0: and initiate contact. If I can hit, I'm going to hit. <laughs> That's what we want to hear. Who are some of your role models, both in the game and maybe outside of it? All- time or just in high school? Oh, let's I mean, we can go all time,
5: but give me one from high school too.: In high school, I'd say Lachlan Hammock from last year. He was He was really good. To look up to and he taught me a lot last year. And then all time I'd say Marshawn Lynch.
0: Looking up to the man who chugged Skittles, okay. Is that the kind of running back you wanna be? I don't know if I can eat during the game. I might throw up, but But you wanna have a you wanna have a run that creates like an earthquake as you break thirteen tackles?
5: I ain't got close to breaking thirteen yet, but maybe. I hope so. <laughs>
0: Jackson, uh, adjusting to Coach Hauser and the staff, what's been the biggest difference as we get kind of here into the, the meat of the season between last year and this year?
5: Last year we didn't we didn't lift during regular season or condition really. This year we're doing both and the discipline's way better than it was last year. You mentioned you feel confident about DeKalb County
0: this week. What do you love about the starter region play and what gives you some confidence going up against the
5: Tigers on the road? Well, last game against Watts Creek we – We did really good. As long as we can keep the energy and not give up after the first half and get tired, I think we'll be able to beat them. But if we beat the Cab, people aren't going to say anything about us losing anymore because that will be our first region game, and that will really help us with playoffs. Sophomore running
0: back Jackson Bowles inside the Wildcats' den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Time to spotlight some Wildcat Pride with Kenley Thompson, a junior, not just a band member, though, kind of fills a little bit of a a special role. For those who may not know, Kenley, your role in the band is?
6: The drum major.
0: And what got you to becoming drum major? What made you want to try out? And then ultimately, what do you love about the role?
6: Well, I've seen other people doing it, and I thought it looked really cool, and then now that I am doing it, I get to feel the music in a way that no one else gets to in the band.
0: What made you want to join the band in the first place?
6: Well, in fifth grade, I thought it'd be cool to play an instrument, so that kind of just hooked me on. So, yeah.
0: And now, instead of playing one, you direct them all. How have the first two weeks of football season been as as a drum major?
6: It's been a lot because everyone kind of looks up to me so it's just been a lot of work and working with everyone else.
0: How do you juggle that school while you're in the band being the drum major while also trying to have some semblance of a social life? How do you keep all those balls in the air?
6: I honestly don't know. I kind of just try to take everything one step at a time and Keep it organized the best I can.
0: Do you have a favorite subject in school that isn't banned, obviously?
6: Uh, probably history.
0: Why history?
6: I just always found it interesting learning about the past. So, yeah.
0: What does an ordinary day look like for Kenley Thompson? Walk me through how in the world you organize this and you pull it all off.
6: Well, I get up, get ready for school. I drive to school. I usually hang out in the band room for a little bit before class and then kind of just go through the normal school day. So I don't really, I don't know.
0: <laughs> she just does it, folks. Do you have a secondary sport or maybe activity or something that you also do and enjoy doing?
6: I mean, I'm a Girl Scout, but we haven't been doing much recently.
0: What do you love about being a Girl Scout? What, what drew you to that?
6: Well, I started when I was very little, very little, and I just like getting to help others, and I get to do a lot of fun activities with my friends, so it's pretty great.
0: What do you love most about being the spark in an atmosphere, at a football game, at a basketball game? The band is one of those things that can really get a crowd going, turn the tide. Is there something you love about that feeling, knowing you guys can spark some energy?
6: I mean... I don't know. It's, I don't know how to feel. I don't know. I never really thought of it that way. so a little unsure.
0: What, do you think, what do you think about when you're up there and you're in uniform and you're conducting the band? What is going through Ken Lee Thompson's mind?
6: Well, usually I kind of zone out and kind of forget everything that happens or, or I'm focused on looking at my friends, trying not to laugh at them because we'll make eye contact and start laughing at each other.
0: Do they try to make you laugh? Is it like a goal of theirs to make you laugh?
6: They usually don't, but I do. So.
0: Oh, you try to make them laugh? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Okay, final question here, Ken Kenley. What do you think makes L.A. such a special place? What makes Livingston Academy special?
6: Oh, I don't... Uh, we have a lot of opportunities to do a lot of different things that a lot of schools don't, so I think it's exciting that we have so many things we can do while being here in high school.
0: Kenley Thompson, junior band member and drum major for the Spirit of the Wildcats band on the Wildcats Den 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Welcome back inside the Wildcats Den as we close it out. You've heard from head coaches Matten Hauser and Christy Jenkins as the volleyball team is down in Florida right now or more accurately, on a plane down to Florida right now to play in a tournament for the rest of the week and the weekend. Football coming up on Friday night, 7 p.m. at DeKalb County. Coverage will begin at 6.15. Myself and David Ledbetter. And, of course, you heard from Laney Bowers, goalkeeper for the soccer team. You also heard from golf and the band and so much more inside the Wildcats Den. Thanks for listening. On 101.9 AM 920 WLIV.